coming up. Yeah. That is this this is kindness and it's it's motivated by affection. You can see affection on people's face. Y'all been y'all been there. You know, you've been there. I've been there. I've been to church and see somebody and I I say, hey, and they be like, what's what's up? <laughs> y'all like, like you know, you know, it's like, you know, I'm I'm happy to see you. It's like, hey man, how you doing? <laughs> I mean like we're in the church house, y'all. We're in the church house. Everybody here to worship the Lord, right? Where's the affection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the joy to see each other? Where's and I'm not everybody don't do it. I know right, you've had right, it. You've run right. into people and you can't, you you it takes you 15 minutes to get out of the lobby into the service. Yeah. Because you're hugging everybody, yeah, getting married yeah, pounds and yeah. doing all that stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm you know, I'm just talking about there's this other side though, or right. there's this other side where that yeah. doesn't happen. Right. Hello and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Jesus never said following him would be easy. In fact, many of his teachings reveal the difficulties and struggles of this life and the effort it takes to truly live out our salvation. Join us for the series, Making Every Effort, where Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn challenge us to examine our walk with Jesus Christ and how well we are striving to be like him. Here's the seventh message in the series, It's Our Responsibility to Grow, Part 3. Making every effort. And I shared with you last week that you, you may have trouble relating to how Jesus said make every effort because, you know, it's Jesus, <laughs> you know. You know, and then you may have trouble seeing how Paul said, make every effort. You know, you say, Paul, you know, he, you know, wrote you know, the he done more for the kingdom next to Jesus than anybody. And yeah, I shared that with you. And then I said, well, oh, but old Peter, though, you know, you might be able to relate to Peter a little bit. Old mm-hmm. lying Peter, you know, prideful, um, egotistic Peter. You might be able to re- relate to him. But Peter, Peter says it, too. He says, you need to make every effort. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you're not getting the message, I want to make sure I drive it home. Uh, we need to make every effort. Amen. So last week we made the point that we should make every effort to grow spiritually. And we looked at 2 Peter 1, 1 through 5. I'm going to read that again and highlight a few things from the passage. Um, it says, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, have received a faith as precious as ours. So we have received a precious faith. Don't treat your faith like it's insignificant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do that. It is a precious faith. Mm-hmm. It's precious. It's valuable. Yeah. It's so valuable. It's what gets you to spend eternity with God. That's right. That's some value, y'all. It's a precious faith. Verse two reads on grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. I'm going to pause on that. God's divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. You are equipped. You are. There are provisions for us. 
to do and live a godly life. And the reason we are, as a passage reads on, is through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. So God's glory, which we all fell short of when we sinned, mm -hmm. um, and his goodness, um, his moral excellence, well, which we talked about, um, and his 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 loving kindness mm -hmm. his just god being good Amen. um has given us everything we need everything. and verse 4 says through these he has given us his very great precious promises so we have god's promises god's promises so that through them you might participate in the divine nature i'm going to pause on that do you realize that god is allowing us Mm. to participate in his divine nature yeah. yeah wow that should blow up blow that's our right. minds that's right that's yeah. a, and then this this is the thing this is why we're telling us we're talking about making every effort and this will probably come up again is that we're not just doing it on our own power mm -hmm. um, god is giving us his divine nature we are participating in god's divine nature yes and the way that we can do that as a passage reads on, the reason we can do that is because having escaped the corruption of in the world, the world is corrupt, y'all mm -hmm. don't love it, mm -hmm. caused by evil desires. Yeah. We've yeah. escaped that. We've broken out of it. God yeah. has broken the chains of the corruptness of the world. So don't go put them chains back so on. So don't put them <laughs> chains back on. Why yeah. lock yourself back up? That's, That's right. right. That's right. And then verse five says, for this very reason, Make every effort to add to your faith. And the final thing we said about this is that just having faith is not enough. God is calling us to grow. He's calling us to add to our faith. Amen. We need more. We need to do more. That's God's will for our life, for us to grow spiritually. And God is not expecting us to remain as spiritual babies. Amen. We talked about that. And so then because of that, we raised the question, what should we do to make every effort to grow spiritually? I gave you four points and I'm gonna give you three more today. The points I gave you last week was we should add moral excellence to our faith. We should add knowledge. We should add self-control. We should add endurance and, and we should add endurance. And so we're gonna continue this. The fifth thing that we should add is godliness write that down we need to add godliness amen second peter uh, 1 5 through 6 says this is why you must make every effort to add moral excellence to your faith and to moral excellence knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control endurance and to endurance godly Amen. godliness i like how the easy to read version says it um and it says again here in second peter 1 6 to your knowledge add self-control to self-control add patience to your patience add devotion to god so it 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 said devotion to god in replace of godliness and i like how it says that mm -hmm. amen all right so devotion to God, that means that means you have a profound dedication, a profound attachment and a profound association to God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again, um, yeah. because we have seen and we ourselves have demonstrated profound dedication 
to a whole lot of other things other than God. That's right. We've demonstrated profound dedication um, to and a profound attachment and association to a whole lot of things other than God and even more so than God. How many of y'all ever made your face up? I mean, just change your your outward appearance. Put, you know, just put on this crazy looking costume. Oh, put on a costume okay (laughs) okay put on a costume Uh how many you've done that for god i'm just making a point here in the play in the in a no i'm just just in in, in any sense in any sense I'm, i'm i'm showing i'm pointing out how we have done some things for some other things that we that is a demonstration of our attachment, association, mm-hmm. support, and dedication mm-hmm. for other things that we haven't yet done for God. Okay. And you might would do it, you know, like you. My wife's talking about a play. You know, we did a Christian play, and we had you dress up. You know, some of you aren't opposed to doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about, but have you actually done it though? Mm-hmm. See, Halloween comes along. People will put on some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, you don't have to wait for Halloween. I, you don't have to wait for. <laughs> have y'all seen them crazy folk at the football game? Huh? You, Just you go to the Raiders game, you see the black holes yeah, full of yeah, costumes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, people would just you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just highlighting the fact that we need to demonstrate devotion mm-hmm. to God. Yeah. And some of us. Um, struggle with praying, blessing our food in front of other people. That's true. Which is a demonstration of I'm devoted to mm-hmm. God. And some say, I don't, I don't want them to think I'm weird. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. You seen the folks in the black hole? <laughs> they don't care that you think they're weird. Yeah. And so we need to demonstrate devotion to God. Amen. Amen. Devotion. Let the world know. Proclaim it. Yo, I'm devoted to you. You are my number right. one. You're my number one. Just like we can be in the fandom of all these other things. Mm-hmm. We need to demonstrate devotion, attachment, and association to to God and the things of God. Amen. So we need to add godliness. The sixth thing that we need to add is uh, kindness. We should add kindness. Mm-hmm. Kindness. Second Peter one seven goes on and says to your devotion, add kindness toward your brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, (laughs) I want to make it clear that we don't confuse kindness with being nice. They're not the same. Mm. Kindness is not being nice. See, kindness speaks to your motivation. See, I, you can be nice to people that you don't like. You say, be pleasant and say hi and good morning and hope you'll know, have a great weekend. Yeah. And then as soon as they walk away, you know, you're murmuring under your breath. And you were nice. <laughs> but the motivations were wrong. Yeah. What was going on in your heart wasn't the right thing. Just to give a, a, a better picture of this, I like how the Common English Bible says and it uses, um, quotes this verse, translates this verse. It says, 2 Peter 1, 7, and to godliness, affection for others. Amen. So it, 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 it 
it, it expresses uh, kindness toward your brothers and sisters in Christ as affection. So we need it, it needs to come out of an inward motivation of a of 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 of, of us having affection for each other. Yeah. So that's where the kindness comes from. Mm-hmm. So it go it rises above niceness. It's not just niceties. It's no, I, I really feel for you. What are you saying? Um, Jesus is telling us here that we should be met. We should have affection to our brothers and sisters and for our brothers and sisters. And that affection should cause us to use words and actions that are kind. Yeah. And that means we should show people favor. And they should sense that we're favoring them. They should sense that we're giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Our Christian brothers and sisters, they should feel it. It should be in the air that this is kindness and it's it's motivated by affection. Mm -hmm. You can see affection on people's face. Y'all been y'all been there, you know. You've been there. I've been I've been to church and see somebody, and I I say, hey, and they be like, what's what's up? <laughs> y'all like, like you know you know it's like you know I'm I'm happy to see you. It's like hey man, how you doing? <laughs> I mean, like, we're in the church house, y'all. We're in the church house. Everybody here to worship the Lord, right? Where's the affection? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where's the joy to see each other? Where's and I'm not everybody don't do that. I know right, you've had right, you've run into right. people and you can't you you it takes you 15 minutes to get out of the lobby into the service yeah. because you hugging everybody, yeah, getting married, pounds yeah. and yeah. doing all that stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm just talking about there's this other side though, right. there's this other side where that yeah. doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. Especially when you know service is over and everybody trying to get out and go wherever they're going to go mm-hmm. see the football game, whatever. When so the parking lot can be the less the, the least kind place in yeah. the whole experience right. of being at church, as particularly when service is over. Amen. It's like, man, yeah, yeah. I don't want. I gave y'all an hour and a half, two hours, whatever. I'm not giving you another second. I'm getting out of here quick, quickly as I can. That's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so when you give people the benefit of the doubt, they sense it and they feel like they matter to you. Mm-hmm. So think of think of kindness as m- making people feel like they matter to Amen. you. Amen. Think of it like that. Mm-hmm. Making them feel like you're looking favorably upon them. Yeah. Not judging them. Not psychoanalyzing them. Not sizing them up but looking favorably upon them mm-hmm. and that they matter. Amen. And then your words, your actions, your facial expressions will scream kindness, kindness. I would love for people to say, who come to Quench Life, they say, hey, I went to Quench Life the other day and somebody say, what did you think of it? The people were kind. Yeah, wouldn't that be a a wonderful testimony? That's that's one of our taglines: a community of kindness. kindness. That's one of our (laughs) taglines. Because that's what we want to be about. That's right, a community of kindness. Mm -hmm. But we have to be kind to each other before we can be kind to anyone else. That's so true, man. Kindness. So add kindness, and then the seventh thing that we should add is love. Mm 
we should add love. Second Peter 1 7 says, to your devotion, add kindness toward your brothers and sisters, and to this kindness, add love. So now uh, the favor that we're showing, the affection that we're showing to each other goes to another level when we add love. So we're, we're talking about letting love and this takes our kindness and our favor and everything to another level because it's unconditional. So now we're going to love unconditional. It's agape love, right? Unconditional love. So it means no matter what you do, no matter what they say, you, you love them anyway. And you love no matter what they don't say or what they don't do. You show love. That's what we're talking about. And I believe that this was mentioned last in, in the seven things because it's the hardest to do, the hardest to love unconditionally. But that's what God is calling us to do. God has also given us the power to do it. So he's given us the power to love. Remember, we talked about before that he has given us the opportunity to participate in his divine nature. And so through his divine nature and God's power, we're able to love because love is one of the attributes of God. God is working in us. And so we're under his power. So see on your paper, uh, write this down, more reasons we should make every effort to grow spiritually. More reasons we should make every effort to grow spiritually. And just to remind you, we the it gave us, we talked about some reasons last week and I reviewed last week, but it was telling us that the reasons is we got a precious faith, that God has given us everything that we need to live a godly life and that he's done it through his goodness and his glory, right? And then um, the, the passage told us that he's given us his very great and precious promises. So these are reasons. That means that we have been, we, we have the ability, we have everything we need to do it. That's one of the whys. We got the, we got the faith. We got the godly life for everything, everything for godly living. We got God's glory and goodness. We got his, his special, his precious promises and he's headed, helping us participate in his nature. So all those things are, are the otherwise we should make every effort. So I want to give us some more because the passage reads on to give us some more reasons that we should make every effort. Number one, write this down. So we will live an active spiritual life. So we will live an active spiritual life. Second Peter 1.8 says, if all these are yours, and they are growing in you. Talking about the seven qualities or virtues that we already mentioned that you guys, one of which you have said you're gonna to commit to in the next several days or weeks to adding to your faith. It's talking about those things. So if all these things are in you and growing, so it's not enough just to have self-control, to have endurance, you know, and so forth. You, They should be growing in you. So you don't just get to say, I got a piece and I got all I need. No, you, it needs to be growing. So 2 Peter 1.8 is promising. If all these things are in you and growing, it goes on to say, you will never fail to be useful to God. You've been listening to One by One. 
Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. But you guys get the point, is that God's word though, God's word is where the fruit is consistently. Right. Consistently good fruit there. And it's those things on your mind, it's the word of God on your mind, and you're thinking about it day and night mm-hmm. so that you will produce the right fruit. And then when your fruit comes out and the little sticker on that, on it says kingdom of God. Amen. Wouldn't that be wonderful? That's what I want my sticker to say. Wouldn't that That's be right. something? Yes. That you yes. give people some of your, some fruit from your life and it, and it reads kingdom, kingdom of God. Kingdom of God. Yes. 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 Wow. Wow. Oh, man. Thank you for listening.